Welcome back to Ascend Student Ministries Anchored Podcast. Today we jump right into Mark chapter 7. Mark 7 reads, Now when the Pharisees gathered to him with some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem, they saw that some of his disciples ate with hands that were defiled, that is, unwashed. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they wash their hands properly, holding to the traditions of the elders. And when they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash. And there are many other traditions that they observe, such as the washing of cups and pots and copper vessels and dining couches. And the Pharisees and scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with defiled hands? And he said to them, Well did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips." but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. You leave the commandment of God and hold to the tradition of men. And he said to them, You have a fine way of rejecting the commandment of God in order to establish your tradition. For Moses said, Honor your father and your mother, and whoever reviles father or mother must surely die. But you say, If a man tells his father or his mother, Whatever you would have gained from me is Corban, that is, given to God, then you no longer permit him to do anything for your father or mother thus making void the word of God by your tradition that you have handed down, and many such things you do. And he called the people to him again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand, there is nothing outside a person that by going into him can defile him, but the things that come out of a person are what defile him. And when he had entered the house and left the people, his disciples asked him about the parable. And he said to them, Then are you also without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into a person from outside cannot defile him, since it enters not his heart, but his stomach, and is expelled? Thus he declared all foods clean. And he said, What comes out of a person is what defiles him. For from within, out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within, and they defile a person. And from there he rose and went away to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And he entered a house and did not want anyone to know, yet he could not be hidden. But immediately a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell down at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. And he said to her, Let the little children be fed first, for it is not right to take the children's bread and to throw it to the dogs. But she answered him, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. And he said to her, For this statement you may go your way. The demon has left your daughter. And she went home and found the child lying in bed and the demon gone. Then he returned from the region of Tyre and went through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee in the region of the Decapolis. And they brought to him a man who was deaf and had a speech impediment. And they begged him to lay his hand on him. And taking him aside from the crowd privately, he put his finger into his ears. And after spitting, touched his tongue. And looked up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephaphatha, that is, be opened. And his ears were opened, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. And Jesus charged them to tell no one. But the more he charged them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. And they were astonished beyond measure, saying, He has done all things well. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. Today sharing our nugget of truth with us is actually a Sin Student Ministry graduate. And so Kyle is a graduate of the Sin Student Ministry. He is also now one of our staff leaders. And so excited to see what he's able to share with us from God's Word. Yeah, so we see in this passage that it talks about what defiles a person. And I wanted to just look into first what the definition of defile is. Basically means to be unclean or impure. It's like if you were to take water and put dirt in it and mix it up, that water is now unclean. 
And I think the main point that we're trying to see here in verses 14 through 23 just talks about it coming from within and kind of giving the idea that it goes against what we, what the culture is trying to push towards us, which is that we are not naturally a sinner. But I think this passage does a great job of showing that. It says in verse 20, as he said, what comes out of a person is what defiles him. For from within, out of the heart of man, comes evil thoughts and sexual morality, theft, murder, adultery, and so on. And so just kind of looking at that, it, it should give us confidence at the sweetness of the gospel and how that has really been able to transform your life into this new creation. We don't have to look at what, you know, all this sin that we have inside of ourselves and our natural want to look at the things of this world and all these temptations. It's an everyday battle. But we can have confidence that we're the sons and daughters of Christ. And through that, what what can stand against us? Like, if we're following faithfully, God will want to give us good things. I think that is just such a such an encouragement, even if in a passage they might read and be like, wow, this is pretty heavy. We can find confidence and encouragement in these heavy passages. I think that's really good. That's definitely good. That's definitely encouraging, Kyle. Because what we see in this passage is they are doing these external religious and other types of cleanliness items and saying, hey, these visible things that you see is what makes me good and holy and righteous. And we know that uh, that's just kind of fixing up the window washing. It's not really dealing with the sin issue that's there. But the question for today is really going to tail off of that. Because when we think about our culture and everything around us, there's this focus on us not wanting to take ownership over our sin, but instead to say it's other people's fault or it's something else that's out there. It's outside of it. But this passage is really focusing in on saying it's inside. You know, how do we interact with that thought that's in our culture? How do we interact with that belief system that we might see there? Yeah, I think that's good. I'd say one of the biggest things that I see in today's culture is movies. I think movies really give this illusion that the evil is outside of humanity. We see that in Ryan the Lost Dragon, a new movie that came out where the pretty much the entire movie is this quote-unquote evil that is wanting to attack and overcome the people of the town. You know, you might not think much about it, but it's giving this idea that that is outside of us. And so I think just kind of looking at that, we can have confidence that this is not our home. And where I want to go with this is I want to challenge you guys, as I've been challenged reading through this, is not to be overcome by the fear that this passage might bring, um, but yet to be reminded that our security, our identity is found in Christ. And looking at that, we can just have this, this freedom, this weight lifted to go out and tell others how we have been overcome by the word and by the sweetness of the gospel. So good, Kyle, just as we combat this thought that 
hey, the problem is outside of us, understanding that, hey, no, the problem's inside us, but that doesn't mean that we're left alone to solve that problem. You've mentioned prayer. You've mentioned the community of believers around us. God gives us all of those things as we seek to walk with him. And so that should be an encouragement for each one of us today as we look here understanding that, yeah, the problem with me is actually me. It's inside me. But I'm not stuck with that problem with no solution. The solution is the gospel, the sweetness of the gospel, the glories of the gospel, those things that Kyle has drawn out for us. And so may we dwell on those truths today as we walk in truth and when we understand how they impact our life and how they form our identity and how that allows us to live within a culture that doesn't value the same things that we have. And so, as always, look for your own questions. Find your way to answer that question, whether that be through your own study or for you sharing with other people and letting them help you walk through what that might look like with the purpose of all of us learning how we can grow in our understanding of God's word and how we can grow in our ability to study it together for his kingdom and his glory. And know as you go today, you are loved. You're